Ah, uh, let's do this again, shall we? Good morning and thank you, Iowa. Ha 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 GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Joining me somewhere, somewhere out in the wilds as he is uh, en route somewhere is uh, the host of Armed American Radio, Mark Walters. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm, I'm just trying to cope. You're running late or you're just sitting still or what's what's up with that? No, you, you're right. I'm in the wild. I'm sitting in front of a dentist office. i got to go in and get a crown put on here as soon as I'm off the air with you. So there you go. <laughs> See, radio is a very, very glamorous life. You know, we, we do some of the most gripping things known to man, like going and visiting the dentist. <laughs> I know you've yeah. been looking at a lot of things. What, what's, uh, what's, what's foremost on your, in, your, in your viewport right now? Well, you know, we talk two A issues. I, I actually got up this morning. I start, start preparing for my show. Where am I going to go? What's going on? What do I want to focus on? And for some reason, my mind keeps settling back to that New Mexico Governor Grisham. I, I, I'm having a really difficult time trying to figure her out. New Mexico legislative sessions are opening up, it's happening across the country in states. And this woman was literally swatted down by a Democrat sheriff when she tried to destroy the Second Amendment rights of Albuquerque residents within the borders of the city of Albuquerque. She was shot down by the local Albuquerque DA, also an elected Democrat. She was shot down by the state attorney general, another powerful Democrat in her state, all telling her that she couldn't do what she did. She admitted at a press conference that no criminal would follow whatever rule she was setting up. And here she is quadrupling now down for the fourth time pushing a new slate of gun control measures in the state of New Mexico, which she has already admitted at a press conference, won't do anything to stop crime, which is her purpose, she says, for putting the bills in. And I, I, I'm having a diff talk, difficult time trying to fathom why, why is she doing what she's doing when she got shot down so publicly, not just locally in her state, but by other Democrats as well, even including that moron by the likes of David Hogg. The anti-gun grifter havoc graduate. <laughs> so I, you know, I'm not trying. To, I'm trying to figure out. It's an election year. Uh, she's not up. Is she trying to position herself for future elections? Is she looking at something with the party at a national level? If so, why gun control? And I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm, you know, not that Democrats make sense to me at all anyway. But in this case, I'm having a really difficult time trying to figure out what it is she's actually up to. Could it be that the left is now they 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 run social media so much they're trying to do things because they they're taking directions from the social media the clicks the the, the likes the do you think that's where they might be getting some of their uh, ideas their smoking hot ideas maybe I, I, I yeah can't discount that's probably very true they do work in unison together media social media mainstream yeah no doubt about it but who is she trying to impress? And why her? Other than, you know, she, besides the Second Amendment issues lately, most people have never heard of Governor Grisham in New Mexico. Right. So it, it really doesn't make, is she trying to position herself with a Gavin Newsom, maybe as a running mate, because Biden's not going to be on the ticket? I mean, I don't know. I really don't have the answer to that. It just strikes me as very, very odd. And when you consider also that, as you well know, we've talked about this before, Bill, but as you get closer and closer to a major election, the Democrats begin to pivot away from gun control. They don't appear to be doing that now. Maybe that's why she feels emboldened to do what she's doing. Maybe she's that trial balloon. Maybe she is that, 
you know, that uh, she's that, that state that they just want to try this in because they think it won't hurt them. I don't know. don't have an answer to it. It's, it's interesting, though, to watch. I, I know the, the part where they're not pivoting away from it because normally it's not, a good, it's not a good campaign point. They never right. score any points on it. They, they it, You know, when they want to try to spread it because most of gun control is concentrated in these states and it's going to stay there and it's not going to spread. But anyway, I know that Correct. you uh, – have you got to go in there right now and, and, and go under? you got to go under with it. Yeah, yeah, I don't have to go under, but, yeah, i got to get this knocked out, so – well, there's that. thank you for thank you for taking the time to join us this morning. I appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate it very much. Look forward to having you on my show this Friday. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. You guys take yes, care. Sir. All right. Mark Walters. He, he called me yesterday and he told me that he had to uh, he had a dental appointment, but he did want to come on for a minute. So we did um, as a as a as a interesting aside right now, they are convening right now in Davos. To address the most severe global risk anticipated in the near future this is the world economic forum i when i heard about this i refrained from doing the ancient tribal let an asteroid crash in davos dance that i had learned a long time ago as an intern i also did not wish for a drone strike either because i'm enlightened but by the same token we can fantasize right Samuel Adams said, it does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. And right now, at the World Economic Forum, they are circling the wagons because they are upset about the misinformation and disinformation coming out about them and things that they're trying to propose. People like Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, Antonio Gutierrez, Tedros... Uh, Gay Braces, I believe is how you pronounce the name. Every other unelected globalist bureaucrat moving hell and earth to usher in worldwide tyranny, coaxed with carrots and scourged with sticks. And they're out of both. They're out of both of those things. So now they're running scared. So we get this from Rebel News. The biggest threats to global security are misinformation and disinformation, according to the World Economic Forum. The 2024 WEF Global Risk Report says addressing misinformation and disinformation take priority, even over extreme weather events, war, terrorist attacks, and inflation, emerging as the most severe global risk anticipated over the next two years. Foreign and domestic actors alike will leverage misinformation and disinformation to further widen societal and political divides. The Global Consortium warned that peddling false narratives contributes to civil unrest and undermines the legitimacy of governments. Well, somebody's being really kind when they said they were a consortium, I guess. But uh, here's the thing. Truth is a threat to them. <laughs> Truth is a threat to them. Um, there is no existential climate change emergency occurring today. One day in the future, and I don't know when it's going to be. Nobody does. They try, you know, like asteroid strikes. Uh, you know, that's a possibility every day. And let's say somehow or other we li live for another 5 billion years without having an asteroid strike. One day the sun's going to explode. And then it's game up for Earth. It will be game up. The sun will expand to such a distance out that we may almost be engulfed by the surface. And that's 93 million miles away. That's, that, is a, that is a celestial 
disaster that there's just no running from. There's no amount of, uh, you know, CO2 going to stop that. So, yes, uh, being alive is a risky business, but being in control is a very profitable business. And that's what they want. They want to be in control. They want to collapse the worldwide economy. And they don't want you to know the truth about things like the war hawks and the defense profiteers and human trafficking and what they do to children. Central banking, fiat money, national debt, socialism, communism, rigged elections, the self-imagined elites, abortion, the war on families, the long march through the institutions, limited government, political sovereignty, Judeo-Christian culture, morality, and heritage. They don't want you to know the truth about those things. And we get this from a, uh, according to a Turkish news agency, unnamed, against the backdrop of escalating geopolitical tensions, evolving economic policies, and rapid technological advancements, the 54th Annual World Economic Forum kicked off money in Davos, Switzerland, with the theme, Rebuilding Trust. <laughs> well, good luck on that one. Good luck on that one. Uh, I don't know how you're going to rebuild trust because we don't trust you. I don't know how you're going to make that happen. Never happens. Uh, plus, I don't think you ever really had the trust to begin with. You know, I would like to go to that uh, place in California, where they call it Bohemian Grove, just because it looks cool and I'd like to be disruptive there. But as far as the rest of it is concerned, I have no use for you people. You are of no consequence to me. And that's your problem, isn't it? You're of no consequence. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Dewey Lemons from Dewey's Pawn Shop because it is 2A Tuesday. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Tuesday. As we do, we're checking in on my favorite gun shop. Joining me now from uh, Dewey's Pawn and Gun is Dewey Lemons. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Finally, finally, it's a good morning. Let me, let me tell you, I get up in the morning. I drive to this place. I live I live way down in Fork Shoals, way down in the country down there. And I get on Fork Shoals Road, and I come up Fork Shoals Road. And by the time I get to Pawn Shop, I want to ram every car. And, you know, it just drives me nuts. There's so many cars going five miles an hour. You can't even get up Fork Shoals Road. Of course, if you go too fast, you'll blow your tires out because there's so many holes all in Fork Shoals Road now. <laughs> It's ridiculous trying to get to work every morning. I'm in a bad mood the minute I get here. But you know what? It's good to talk to you. I feel better, and I feel in a better mood just because I get to talk to Bill Frady. Yeah, well, you know. How about I, I, that? How about that? Well, does because that make you smile, Bill Frady? It does make me smile, but I know why you're happy about things right now. Because it's Friday. I'm going over there, and Dewey's going to teach me the truth about 44 Magnum handguns. Oh, and yeah, yeah. We're going to pull the trigger once or twice. He anticipates some joviality in that particular moment. He wants that. You want that film, don't you? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I want to see that face. He's going to, going to show it to everybody he knows. Everybody I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need to do. We need to do an Instagram. That's for sure on that one. On the forty-four mag. There you go. I wonder. Wonder why Sig Sauer don't make forty-four mag. They got so many. We got so many Sig Sauer pistols. We going through them this morning. My guys say, "Hey, we got to sell some Sigs. We got so many. We can fill up three or four showcases just of Sig pistols." We've so got which no one to put them out there? What do you got? A bunch so of P320s or what? So all on sale now. Uh, uh, what, what do you have a lot of? Or just all oh, of man, them? Man, the 320s, 320s is what I got the most of. But, I um, mean, we got everything. I mean, I got everything from the little little 290s to 20, 
what is it, 2202s and 229s and 226s. And um, we've got those um, those 320s that the I think it's a special target model. The gun's real heavy. It's got the tungsten infused right, with the right, metal. Right, right. Right, right, made right. the gun real heavy. You know, they, the, they I mean they feel really good. I'm, um, I've I've never shot one of them. I've shot a lot of two two nines and a lot of two two sixes, and um, but yeah, we are overrun with Sig pistols. I mean, we got them starting out in I think for like two ninety five, two hundred ninety five really? bucks for yeah for that gum Sig sour nine millimeter. That's a good deal. But but I, we I got need, them from three eighty on up. Yeah, a lot need, of them out there. I need to get out the stack of credit cards and come over there, don't I? Um, come on. So the two twenty six and the two twenty nine, those are two iconic guns. Do the Air Marshals still carry the two twenty nine? Wasn't that their issue gun? I it was there. It sure was. I had one um, come in my store, and he told me that he had forty thousand rounds through his Sig. But now this has been this has been ten years ago at right. least when this guy came in. Right. But he was a U.S. Marshal and he had forty thousand rounds through his Sig nine millimeter. And he was still carrying it. He had it stuffed in his pants. <laughs> yeah, the two twenty nine to two twenty six. That's an iconic gun. Now the three twenty, the uh, the military they they have adopted the M eighteen, the M seventeen, which is the the military variant of the P three twenty. Ergonomically, yep. that's about as good a gun as is made. I could draw a face on a pie t- on a pie uh, on a pie plate with one of those things. I can literally draw a face. It's just that easy. I love the gri- well. The grip angle reminds me of a nineteen eleven. Yeah, they point they point so good for me, and they feel so, they're so comfortable for me to shoot. Um, that's that's one thing I love about SIGs. But well, we sure got the inventory of SIGs right now. So we're going. Anybody wants a SIG? You come on, we're going to give some deals on some SIGs today. Some, hey, SIG has caught up with Glock to a certain degree as far as, as accessories. Uh, I believe the Greenville City Police Department uses that as their issue weapon. It is a, it's a very good striker-fired pistol. Very good striker-fired pistol. I'm being asked if you have the Henry Revolver. No, I do not have a Henry Revolver in sure hadn't, hadn't, hadn't had one come through either. Nope. But you now, somebody else is asking about appraisals. Now, if I can't think of anybody better at appraisals than you would be, you you will appraise anybody's pistol for them, won't you? Well, it depends on how far they want to go, and you know what they mean of appraisal. You know, somebody wants a written appraisal that's completely different than right. You know, me looking at looking at it and telling you what I would what I'd pay for it and what I you know what I'd try to sell it for. That's you know we'll we'll do any, either one either way. You know, but it's but a good that, place to start. It's a good yep. place to start, yep. right? It's a good place yep. to start. Among the SIGs you have, do you have any P365s? That's I'm being asked that. Oh yeah, yeah. We got 365s. We sure do. Yep. We the got P3- them. I mean, we got we got them with night sights. We got them with I mean, we got that one SIG that has no sights on it. I guess it's called a gully sight, and then we got right. them with red dots on them. Right. We got all variations of SIGs. Yep, the 365 is the they call it the 365 cuz you can carry it 365 days a year. I just have an issue with any gun that I can carry, and I forget I got it. It's just that small. It's just that small. Yep. Um, make a little bigger size. You know, they got the the, the what is it, the 365X, I think it is. It's got yep. a little bit bigger grip. That's the yep. one I like. I really like that one. The macro? A, uh, somebody's yeah, asking if, there you if, go. if you have any custom SIG P320s that a customer has traded in or all stock. I'm sure you got them all, I don't have, you? I have several um, 320s out there, and they say custom. They say custom work or custom shop on them, but that's from Sig. Right. Um, that was that was done by Sig. I, I don't know if I have any that was done by any 
custom gun gunsmith other than Sig. I don't know if I have any of those or not, but I probably do. I got so many. Well, I, you know, I I don't know who would actually do those. I know Agency Arms does a custom Sig P320 with uh, Ronin Tactics, and everything else is done by Sig for the most part that I see. Well, now I've I got see. one out there that was then um, that was in. Um, cahoots with wilson combat too okay sig, yeah yeah it's a it's a sig 310 20 wilson combat model you know i got one of those out there i know so so we we see a lot of them sigs the the thing about sig is you can go get a custom uh lower to go with it and they start at like 60 dollars, 80 dollars, and they go up to 500 dollars if you want but you can change the complete ergonomics of the gun because it's because the gun itself is actually the trigger group that they call the fire control unit and uh, it's the same with the 365, right? The fire control unit comes out of that as well, right? I, that's what they tell me now. I don't take guns apart. I've never, I've never, ta- I've never pulled apart a 365. I've switched around a 320 a few times. Yeah. So. But yeah, we we load we loaded down. Still, I mean, I've been I've been saying the same thing over and over. But we are loaded down with inventory. Um, didn't, you got, didn't sell near enough at Christmas time. I've got way too many. <laughs> um, you got magazines and everything to go with it. If, uh, people come in and they're looking for the SIG P3. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Yes, sir. We do. We sure do. But, um, we got a bunch of, of course we got everything. We got lots of Berettas, lots of Glocks, you know, that's, um, this time of year, we're seeing a lot of people, you know, they had a hard time at Christmas time. They might've spent too much Christmas time. So they're coming in. You know, people's coming in and borrowing money, or either they're selling them straight out. You know, they're either pawning them or selling them. Um, every, everybody needs a little extra money right now. I th- guess things are getting a little tight. Somebody's asking if Charles Daly makes a good shotgun. Um, Charles Daly makes a fairly good shotgun for the money. You know, they're, um, Charles, Charles Daly also... Um, you know, like I've got one out there now. It's Charles Daly that Charles Daly didn't make it. It was made by Maruku, the same people that make Browning. Right. Um, so Charles Daly has imported and, and done a lot of different things. But um, the Charles Daly that are made today are, you know, they're they're okay for the money. I have not had a lot of experience with them. Um, but, um, but yeah, I've seen all kind of variations of Charles Daly's. I've seen some that were not too good, and then I've seen some that were real fantastic. So somebody's asking, they want the macro. Uh, I you probably don't remember the price, but you got a special going on with them right now, right? You got all, all of your SIGs; they're all on sale. I know there was a macro that we sold yesterday for five twenty nine. Wow, um, that's a really good sh- price. Yeah, I'm not sure what and all was with it. Um, I, I know there was some other stuff with it and everything, but I'm not sure what and all. Well, the best um, bet is to call four two two zero zero. Seven two eight six four four two two zero zero seven two. A real human being yes. answers the phone. Also, traders. Now, if, I'm going to suppose traders probably has a glut as well. So, traders has a lot of sigs in the stock also. Yeah, so we, so, that's that's one thing I, I told them. I said, you know, make some deals. Let's let's roll some sigs because I got a lot of new guns SIGs. coming in. All the new stuff for the year. You know, a whole bunch of Brownings just came in a while ago and stuff like that. So we need to we need to turn some inventory. Yep, because SHOT Show's coming up, and the latest and greatest is happening next week, and everybody's going to be out there looking for something that doesn't exist yet. But they're going to show it at SHOT Show, and everybody's going to talk about it. So right now, time to clear the decks. Go to Dewey's and help him out so he can get the new stuff. 
Come by and see us. We got, I mean, it's unbelievable how many we can put in your hand. And, and to, when you actually feel the gun and everything, you, it'll, it'll, it'll make you mind up whether you really want it or you don't want it. It's a, it's better than just reading, you know, you, reading a lot, you know, every time you, anytime you can read, that's good for the mind and everything. But when you can put one in your hand and actually feel it, yeah, you come to Dewey's and see us. We're open till six o'clock every day during the week, from 10 to five day. on Saturdays. Um, Hey, um, Go check him out and uh, 864-422-0072. Any questions? Thank you for joining me today, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all come see us. Thank you. All right. I always love Dewey's uh, 2A Tuesday just because Dewey and I go back a long way. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. There's one big problem with the Democratic platform for president. GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Streaming live on the WORD Facebook page, if that is your cup of tea. Um, you know, you can look at gender policy or multiculturalism or climate change, and that's very entertaining for the politicians, but see, the politicians don't vote for themselves. They need your vote. And for you, it becomes useless because you see it as nonsense. And the, uh, you know, the Democrats have realized this and they have a new reason for you to vote for them because you need to save democracy. Which is funny coming from the left. Their ideology has caused more poverty and crime and totalitarianism in history. And here they come riding in to save democracy. And, uh, you know, Joe Biden, he told you that in his speech on January 5th. Your choice now is democracy or Democrats or chaos. And uh, and they don't want to mention Bidenomics anymore. The only thing they show with this change of direction, though, is that they're desperate. They can no longer win. They have thrown everything but the kitchen sink at Donald Trump. They've muddied the playing field. They've got all the traps laid out and all the lies. And the guy just keeps on coming. He's like a Terminator. And you got a zombie in the White House becoming more and more like a zombie and less and less in the White House. And Biden said Donald Trump's campaign is about him, not America, not you. But the only one Trump talking about Trump right now is Biden. And he said, Donald Trump's campaign is obsessed with the past, not the future. Now, this is coming from the guy who wants to revise the history books and knock down statues and frighten the electorate by shouting that the fascists are coming. But then it took a twist towards comedy when he said, political violence is never, ever acceptable in the United States political system. Never, never, never. It has no place in a democracy. None. I'm not in favor of that either. But what was BLM doing? What were they? What were they doing? What about all these stupid regulations they put in place? What is a tax code? Is that nonviolence? Taxes are not violence. And they have this constant fight with grammar and vernacular and 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 language, and all of this intended to you know just you know to to in, deceive you. But when, you, when you're out there and you're a cheerleader for BLM and Antifa, you should never get out there and talk about political violence. 
The only thing that made those things less violent is they were smart enough not to do it somewhere where they would be met with something equal, if not worse. And the, uh, the frightening thing is not that he devoted some thought to these very long paragraphs, that he had to rehearse for hours on end, which when you take into consideration his mental state, that was impressive. What is it, what's disturbing is he's saying something that does attack freedom and democracy and the nation. He's saying that he is democracy and that his opponent is not. And he is sowing seeds that would allow no chance for Trump or anybody, for that matter, to return to the White House, even if the Democrats lose the election. What they're trying to do now is they're trying to sow the seeds of what? Political violence. You know, we've seen this in Bolivia and Venezuela. Argentina, a lot of European nations do this. They drag the party to the most extreme point on the left, the one they're in, and once there, they draw a line in the ground, and anything that's on the other side of them that does not agree with everything they say in lockstep is now extreme right and anti-democratic. Now, that worked for a while in Argentina, continues to work in Venezuela for one simple reason, because the next step is to build up an extreme left totalitarian regime to prevent the right wing from coming in and ending democracy. In Venezuela, there's only dictatorship. In Argentina, there's hope. In Spain, they're still suffering the consequence of the total cancellation of those that were not on the extreme left. And the guy that is your resident right now wants to create the same thing here. In the United States. He And see... This is meant to intimidate you. This is meant to intimidate you. If you do not vote for him, there will be trouble. But where is there going to be trouble? <laughs> where is there going to be trouble? Is there going to be trouble in the blue cities? They've already got trouble. Will they even notice? Most of the people that are just normal people in the blue areas, they're moving out. They're coming down here. South Carolina is the number three destination. And if you have come here, Please leave your old politics behind because we believe in freedom here. Thank you very much. Even though we do have the, you know, the governor and the legislature that we have. So all that aside, he is setting up. He thinks he's setting up for there to be political violence. And in the next go round, in the next go round, what they better hope for is they better hope that nobody asks me for my opinion. Because I would simply say, given what we face today, we do not have the time to deal with these made-up problems. So let's solve them right now. And uh, whoever's listening to that, whatever you want to take from that, uh, feel free. Feel free. We're talking about the uh, preservation of the greatest form of government of the greatest country to ever function on this rock. These guys have been running it into the ground on purpose. All of this, all of this invasion by invitation, that's all on purpose. So we got to move on. We got to move on. Don't be afraid of anything they might threaten you with. It's one thing to threaten. It's quite another thing to deliver. That's not going to happen around here, guaranteed. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD.
One of the occupational hazards of running for president is sometimes you say something that points out why you're simply not the one. JS Plumbing Talk Line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. This brings to mind the recent remarks coming from our former governor in her race for the Republican presidential nomination. She said of Donald Trump, the reality is, rightly or wrongly, chaos follows him, and we all know that's true. We can't have a country in disarray and a world on fire and go through four more years of chaos. We won't survive it. And in a blink, she made herself the symbol of what millions of Americans have come to see uh, as exactly what's wrong with the country. Her comment is a representation of being a supporter of and a occupier of the swamp. And the swamp is the status quo, Washington, the status quo establishment in the country at large. And uh, it goes on and on and on. And they have an obsession with controlling you and all of the different entities that exist within this society. They want complete cultural and political control of America. And the players, which Haley is one of them, see themselves as having a God-given right to run America, whether they're in the federal bureaucracy, the media, academia, or whatever. This is basically an adult version of the cliques that we had when we were in high school. You got the in crowd, which is, you know, the cool kids. They're popular, attractive, star athlete, that kind of thing. Then there's the opposites, the unfashionable outsiders who may be shy or socially awkward, not as attractive, the geeks, the nerds, the non-athletes. And, uh, you know, we don't get invited to know that stuff. But the swamp dwellers are more about virtue signaling than they are about anything else. And you got to conform to the swamp's rules, share the same narrative. And to do that, you have to send the message that I'm one of you. And that's the Nikki Haley message. Attacking Trump is bringing chaos. She doesn't mention what caused the chaos, of course. She doesn't mention what caused the chaos. The chaos was caused by a bunch of swamp critters like herself that got out there and just could not stomach the fact that he didn't pay his dues. He wasn't a senator or a governor like her or, you know, one of the anointed. He came out there and he said exactly what was bothering the voters of the United States. And they said, well, let's give this a try because everything else we've tried up to this point hasn't worked. And then it was working. And then when it began to work, the attacks began. Of course, they knew it was going to work on the in, in the swamp. So that's why they started attacking him before he was ever. I mean, they started attacking him when he came down the uh, came down the escalator. So, uh. Um, Nikki is a swamp supporter and that's fine the swamp though has it it is uh, it is aging swamp is aging right now you got Mitch McConnell out there who you know when he really needs to do it you know he's had a couple of these uh, moments where he's gotten in front of the camera just froze up when he needs to freeze up he never does because he got out there and he decided to green light this deal where uh, they're going to basically give everything to anybody who busts their way into the country. And it's it's a gift to Biden and to uh, Schumer. And uh, right now, the only thing standing between that and passage is Johnson. So the swamp 
is always trying to push through stuff. They're trying to make out that these norms are things that should never be shattered. Of course, they've shattered all of them. But there's one norm that we should go back to, some quaint. It, it, it was quaint in its day, I know. Uh, the problem it, the problem with it is that, uh, you know, most people would look at this and say, oh, you're such an ideologue. We need to just go back to what got us here in the first place. That's what we need to do. We had 56 guys that, that signed that Declaration of Independence. They had nothing to gain from that and everything to lose. They put, I mean, I, I hear a lot of people that are advocates for this or advocates for that, and they'll say, I just put a bullseye on my back. These guys literally did. If any of them could have been caught by the British Empire, they would have been hung from a tree, and they would have been left out in public till their rotting body fell off of the rope to give a message to uh, everybody out here, not to get uppity and want our independence. And yet they did it anyway. And then they fought the preeminent singular superpower on the planet and won with only 3% of the population. With, you know, with without shoes. They didn't have shoes in some cases. They didn't, uh, uh, you know, without, without, uh, without any sort of... Uh, uniformity of, of weapon or everything. They all brought everything from home. Whatever they came to combat with, they brought from home. When we talk about a great generation, that was a great generation. So, Nikki's all about the swamp. It has served her well. It has served her well. She used our state as a stepping stone to gain fame and notoriety. And from that, she has gained fame and riches. And she wants more. She looks at what the Obamas have done. She looks at Hillary Clinton because Hillary Clinton was her, her, you know, her, uh, her inspiration to get into politics in the first place. She changed her name for the optics because she couldn't be Nimrata and be the governor of South Carolina, I guess. I don't know. So, thank you, no, Governor, Miss Ambassador, whatever you want to be. Go back to Boeing. You weren't, you weren't hurting anything at Boeing. You were just getting paid. Go back to Boeing. No thank you. Thank you, no. I'll be talking to you in about 22 hours. And uh, you are listening to News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. <laughs> 